Rest in peace, Jeff Walls of the Woggles, and rest in peace, Rocky Erickson. Broadcasting from a remote corner of the Grave Diggers Union Hall in Lethbridge, just north of the middle of nowhere, this is Six Foot Plus, the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky.
A ghost, though invisible, still is like a place your sight can knock on, echoing. But here, within this thick black pelt, your strongest gaze will be absorbed and utterly disappear. Rilke's poem about a black cat speaks on how the cat is a mystical being able to engulf the insignificant man. And the modern world proves that the cat's sway over mankind is still pretty damn strong. Cat videos are abundant. Some cats are even more popular than movie stars. Would you rather spend an hour with Maru, the box-loving Japanese cat, or Jonah Hill? Don't answer that. Instead, prepare one of your nine lives to go on a journey as we once again celebrate the feline noir, the often maligned but truly perfect companion to any member of the spooky set, the black cat. Because all cats are beautiful, especially here on Six Foot Plus, the show broadcasting from the creepy side of music. Yes, this is the program that sinks its claws into such underground genres of music as psychobilly, horror punk, demented surf, mutant garage rock, eerie electro, and whatever else we happen to dig up. Episodes new and old can be found online at sixfootplus.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, Mixcloud, wherever you find on-demand audio. Demand that your friends rate, review, and subscribe to Six Foot Plus. The more listeners, the better. We're on social media, sorta. We're introverts, so we really don't post that much. Follow us over at Twitter and Facebook, Six Foot Plus, and Six Foot Plus Podcast on Instagram. We really should make a Facebook group, but do any of you really use that anymore? If you are, well, Search for Six Foot Plus, or you can spell it with the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. You can also email us, contact at sixfootplus.com. I am your host and curator, the Monster DJ, coming your way on a necrophonic radio wave. The ghoul from the mine, Mr. Polydactyl. The creeping fright, the color of night that's slinking around your bed while you're snuggled in tight. Your friendly neighborhood gravedigger, the always delayed, slightly decayed, but never afraid, one and thankfully only, Strange Jason. Delayed is right, but we are right on time because I believe this is the third episode in our eight-year history dedicated to black cats. As if you didn't notice, this show is all about black cats, dear listener, and the reason is, well, I got a new cat. For the first time in eight years, I have a roommate who likes to walk around naked, eat all my food, and doesn't pay any rent. Her name is Velvet, but we call her Vivi for short. Black cats, as you probably know, are pretty damn cool, and we will celebrate them on this episode with music from the Twangomatics, Haunted George, Deja Voodoo, the Surfing Wombats, and more. Monster Matt Patterson will try to cross the path of a black cat, only to wind up with a face full of scratches on another retro edition of the Monster Matt Minute. Plus, Six Things, our long dormant review segment, has nine lives as it's come back from the dead to review Queen of the Pill, the new album from The Jackets. We started the show with the Creeping Ivies and Black Cat, followed by the Black Tambourines and Cat Days, and then Cat's Eyes by the Coffin Daggers. If you're allergic, well, this show is probably not going to be for you. We'll continue on this program with El Ray in a song dedicated to our new resident here in this remote corner of Union Hall. Coming straight from Europe, this is El Ray and a Velvet Sound.
I'm the kid who was eaten by the tree from Poltergeist, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus for those who like it spooky. instrumental madness back there. You heard Otacolon with Black Cat, which followed the Twangomatics Black Cat. Now, here in America, we have been led to think of the Black Cat as a symbol of bad luck and one that associates with witches. However, other cultures hold a different view of the feline. In Scotland, according to International Cat Care, a black cat appearing on your doorstep is a sign of prosperity. In the south of France, black cats are considered magical. Feeding them and treating them well will bring good luck to the owner. In Italy, if you hear a black cat sneeze, it'll bring you a streak of good luck. Speaking of which, in Japan, black cats are a symbol of good luck, a complete 180. 
to here in America. The Yamato Transport Company's logo, featuring a black cat carrying her kitten in her mouth, was designed in 1919 by Yamato founder Yasuomi Ogura. The yellow oval has been a good luck charm for the company for the past 100 years, and it is as famous to the people of Japan as the UPS logo is to us here in the States. In doing some research, I found that the Yamato Transport Company went to great lengths with its recent promotion. They had a giant fuzzy black cat face in a subway station a few years ago. People would walk up to this kind of 3D billboard and just kind of pet it for some good luck. And last year, they created Vendor Cat, this enormous black cat statue that would dispense presents after you rubbed its nose. It was a way to inform the public of their smaller shipping boxes as they would pop out of the cat's mouth. If anything that we take out of this episode, dear listener, it's that black cats are magic, and the magic of said black cat extends all the way down to its bones. As a black cat bone is considered a lucky charm within the African-American tradition of hoodoo, Personally, I can't get behind this because I cannot condone the killing of a black cat in order to get yourself the equivalent of a rabbit's foot. But then again, rabbit's feet aren't terribly lucky for rabbits. And in such, a black cat bone really isn't a good luck charm for the cat. However, the whole idea of that makes for a good song, as you will hear next. Instead of getting a black cat bone, why not just get yourself a black cat so you have someone to Join you while you listen to The Surfing Wombats. Zombie dance around you, say no. I wear right, I 
Nine lives by the Quakes. You're going to wish you had nine lives because you're about to lose six or seven of them to the deadly jokes contained within this retro edition of the Monster Mat Minute. Good morning, maniacs. <laughs> 
Yes, that's right. And as I, your fiend, yours truly, Monster Matt Patterson, the man of a thousand bad monster jokes hailing all the way from Matsylvania. Hey-o! And hey-o to you sitting in the corner of the tomb, you freaky thing, you. <laughs> all right, maniacs, let's jump into it. Ah, uh, which beautiful Egyptian queen was made out of foam? Nerf! Ertiti! <laughs> she was very soft spoken. Hey oh! <laughs> okay, did you hear about William Shakespeare's reputation with the ladies? Well, he plays it bard to get. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, Google it. <laughs> Which hunchback likes to work out his legs? Quads Emoto! <laughs> Yuck. Uh, let's work this one out. What do you get when you cross a Samuel Jackson film with Star Wars The Force Awakens? Supreme Leader Snokes on a plane. <laughs> Alright. Let's get back to that working out thing, shall we? What Rolling Stone song is great for working out? Lats. Spend the night together. <laughs> Can I get a rep, rep, rep on that? Uh, did you know Willard is very fond of Jim Rats? Hey oh. <laughs> the Terminator is working out his core processor. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh no, you didn't. Don't believe it. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> All right, for your last and final punishment, we'll wrap up the uh, sets here with, uh, no matter what the exercise, Frankenstein's creation insists on doing monster sets. <laughs> All right, Maniac, speaking of sets, I'm uh, done with this one, and my aren't you the yucky ones for that. Until next time, remember, Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. Bye-bye. This has been the Monster Map Minute with Monster Map Patterson. Congratulations, you've survived. For more from the Man of a Thousand Bad Monster Jokes, follow Matt on Twitter at OneMonsterMatt, number one, Monster Matt. Keep track of his convention appearances, his artwork, and his books, Ha Ha Horror and Bride of Ha Ha Horror over at his website, hahahorror.com. Oh, <laughs> oh,
We're Super True Stories, a podcast where two guys suffer through and report back on some of the worst documentaries you can stream for free. Is the Cadaver Club really a club? Do the Wolfmen of Mars actually come from that planet? If you wonder about things like this, then our podcast is for you. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and at supertruestories.com. We had a couple of lo-fi alley cats back there. Haunted George with Bone Cat. Yes, I still miss Haunted George. Before him, we heard Tiki Men with Black Cat. There's this really amazing Medium article by Aaron Gilbreth about the Tiki Men, their whole entire history, and it's definitely worth checking it out. Speaking of other things to check out, Let's dig up this old segment of mine called Six Things. It's been quite a while since we did a proper record review here on the program. So pardon my rust as I wipe off the dust of Six Things. <clears throat> ah. This is Six Things, where we take a piece of music, a song, an EP, an album, or whatever, and find six things to talk about. This time around, we have Queen of the Pill, the 2019 album from Swiss garage rockers The Jackets. 
Number one, the short and the sweet. At 10 songs, clocking in at 31 minutes, Queen of the Pill is the Jacket's fourth full-length album and the second released on the legendary rock and roll label Voodoo Rhythm. Queen of the Pill, named after the song Little Steven's Underground Garage, dubbed the greatest song in the world in 2017, follows 2015's Shadows of Sound by yet again providing another kick right to the rock and roll soul. While their earlier releases established them as one of the best garage rock groups on the planet, Queen of the Pill continues their legacy by offering no-nonsense rock and roll, entrancing lyrics, and a whole lot of fun. Number 2. You Look Good in That Cracked Mirror Queen of the Pill kicks off with a thunderclap riff taken straight out of the mid-60s as Dreamer builds into a torrential downpour of garage psychedelic rock. Amid the buzz, singer Jackie Bruch, aka Jack Torea, pardon me if I got that wrong, spins a tale about dreaming of a new life as a better person and the struggle that comes with making that a reality. Got to lose myself or take me as I am, she sings. Figuring oneself out is a theme that pops up a couple more times on the album on Don't Leave Me Alone, a song seemingly from the perspective of someone twisting the things they've said to maintain a golden favorite friendship that doesn't seem worth the hassle. I could be wrong on that, as Jack's lyrics allow plenty of room for personal interpretation. There aren't any cheesy anthems of unconditional self-acceptance on Queen of the Pill, as the music's perspective always walks the thin line between I am powerful so don't fuck with me, and yeah, I'm also a fuck up. With music so intense, drummer Chris Rosales and bassist Samuel Schmidiger joined Jack in creating a rich garage rock sonic landscape, it's interesting to have lyrics that depict mental illness, communication breakdowns, and a struggle to kind of accept you as who you are, or figure out who you really are in the first place. Number three, dedicated to staying medicated. Be Myself closes out the record, flipping the modern self-acceptance mantra by ending the chorus with, I don't wanna be myself. In a modern day world that's all about promoting you, loving yourself for who you are, this is a middle finger to all of that. As I said earlier, the record has an interesting take on self-empowerment, and with a title like Queen of the Pill, it is also unafraid to talk about medication. Be Myself mentions how the singer doesn't let the meds open up that hole after saying they chose this way all by myself. And Queen of the Pill, unsurprisingly, depicts either an overdose, a mental breakdown, or possibly both. While this album is not about the pros or cons of refilling a Cymbalta prescription, it's nice to see such modern, real-world references. It adds a surprising and welcomed depth to the music. Modern garage rock sometimes falls into the standards of rock and roll, where you have people singing about falling in love and broken hearts. So hearing someone struggling with their antidepressants or other narcotic is a welcome change. Number four of loss and losers. Of course, that isn't to say that such songs aren't on Queen of the Pill. There's a running theme of loss and losers on this record. During the spacey Exotica Splash track Floating Alice, Jack sings about 
sending a kiss or two while wondering why we went wrong. She may have been singing about the person depicted a few tracks earlier in What About You as the song is all about a failing romance. The album's most direct songs are, fittingly, about telling a person to fuck off. Short and sweet, straight to the point. Move On not only has Jackie saying that she's got to move on, but she also seemingly tells the person she's ditching to grow up and get on with their own life. Loser's Lullaby, the lead track from the album, the music video for which is on YouTube, go and check that out, it's a middle finger made out of dynamite and the fuse is lit as soon as Jackie's guitar kicks in. It's one of the best breakup songs in years and, to no surprise, one of the most energetic and enjoyable tracks on the album. Number five, it gets a little weird. And on the flip side of that, <laughs> The Jackets play some of the best rock and roll on the planet. Now, no one will ever mistake them for Yes, King Crimson, or any of the other records you bought while going through your prog rock phase. But don't get it twisted, there is nothing basic here. When she's not out rocking across the world, Jackie is a multimedia artist with a bunch of one-woman shows like The Rebel Sperm, and the mustache princess. It's this artistic mind that is so apparent within some of the abstract lyrics on tracks like Steam Queen and Floating Alice. Some of the leeway for personal interpretation is because some of the songs on Queen of the Pill are not as direct as the fuck you songs I was just talking about. But that's a good thing. As I said before, there are plenty of songs about cars and falling in love, so if the Jackets want to get a little weird, I welcome it. Number six, they're already your favorite band. Uh, it's funny that they called the lead single off of their album a lullaby because no one is sleeping through that rocker, and if anyone has been sleeping on the Jackets, this album should wake them up. Queen of the Pill doesn't reinvent the wheel when it comes to rock and roll. Instead, it creates a wheel perfect for a souped-up dragster, one with the jackets planted firmly in the driver's seat. The band floors it for 31 minutes of high-energy rock and roll, and if it sounds like they're going your way, stick out your thumb, hitch a ride with the wildest woman in Europe and her band of well-dressed delinquents. Queen of the Pill gets a full recommendation here, and if you need any more convincing, here now is the lead song off of the album. The Jackets and Loser's Lullaby.
search of the ogre of Saddleworth Hall. I am the beast of the Rodman Hall. Together we will hunt for the Elkman of Ilkley difference between you and a corpse style and let me tell you the dead have a leg up on you because they've been using the power of voodoo that's right they've been going to voodoosugar.com over there they've got pins bags teas stuff for the kids stuff for the crypt why they're the coolest stiffs around are you going to let that cadaver make a kook out of you well fear not voodoo sugar is for the living too voodoosugar.com Cool swag for the living and living dead. You 
this is Kelly Maroney of Night of the Comet, and you are listening to Six Foot Plus. I'm closer down and pull up a chair. I listen to my story if you dare. Grab a smoke from the back of the bed. Pretend you care about everything I say. That's gone to the dogs I've been so long that my head is a shoe People ask me why I feel so blue Was it whiskey or a woman they say I tell them I just feel like being this way My whole life is a kind of a fun I just forget that's gone to the dogs Following Cat That's Gone to the Dogs by Deja Voodoo. 
We also heard X-Ray Cat Trio and the Beast of Bodmin Moor, which I think is a giant black cat. Ah, we are totally on theme here. Now, the common held belief that black cats have the lowest adoption rate in animal shelters due to either holdover superstitions or, from what I've heard, someone saying they're not so photogenic. I mean, that latter part is unverified, but the ASPCA looked into the adoption rates of black cats and found out that they are on par or even higher than other cats. The issue is not that no one is adopting black cats, it's just that there's an overabundance of black cats in animal shelters. The genes that cause black coloration in cats are dominant, so it just means that there are more black cats than usual. Tuxedo cats really have the lowest adoption rate from what I saw. This is very surprising. Go out and adopt a cat. Adopt two if you can do so. And get your cat spayed and neutered. Ah, uh, story time. I adopted my first cat from a shelter, and I, yeah, I should have adopted two to be honest, but c'est la vie. Jack was a good cat who seemed to get along with other cats when he was exposed to them in the proper circumstances. Despite the snaggletooth and crimpled ear, a sign of the hard life he probably led on the streets before he was picked up, the dude was such a sweetheart. The shelter initially named him Joey, but I referred to him as Jack, Dude, and Buddy. He was an older cat who stayed with me for seven years until he passed away in the spring of 2011, just right as this podcast was getting off the ground. Now, eight years later, there's a new familiar familiarizing herself with this podcast equipment. Vivi's not a lap cat the way that Jack was, and while we don't really know her exact age, she seems young and youthful. Here's hope that you'll be hearing me talk about her, possibly a little too much. <laughs> for many years to come. Though right now, I'll be quiet as I play this. It's been a while since we've had the ghastly ones on this show. Let's rectify that with Cat on a Hot Foam Board.
kitty. Come in the box. It's supper time. Come here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Psst, no, over here, over here. Right, speaker. Kitty, kitty, come on, kitty, kitty. Claw the box. Claw the box. That's it. Food inside. Food inside. Claw the box. Good kitty. Good kitty. That, dear listener, is Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. The Cat Came Back, off of their Music for Pets 7-inch. That was my personal copy you heard. Aren't you lucky? It's almost as if a black cat had crossed your path. And that will wrap up this episode. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. We'll be back soon. We were supposed to have this out a couple days ago, so we are, surprise, surprise, behind schedule. But... Six Foot Plus will return and hang out in your ears for a little bit because it's almost time to celebrate the music that has come out in the first half of the year. So don't miss it. Subscribe and tell your friends, rate, review, recommend this show. And you can talk to me on Twitter at Six Foot Plus or Six Foot Plus Podcast on Instagram. You can easily search for Six Foot Plus and when you see that radioactive radio skull, you'll know it's us. But in, if you want to make sure, if you want to be pedantic, spell it with the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. Be kind to cats, dear listener, even if you're a dog, bird, a reptile, or fish type of person. Even if cats are punks to you, and they are punks, as we're going to find out in the song that'll close out this show. Cats are punks by the blood types. Cats are indeed punks. Black cats are horror punks, or goth, or metal, or maybe they're just cats. Cats are cats. Cats are punks. Punks are cats. I am I. And suddenly I'm talking as if I'm about to introduce the bad brains. All right, before I do spin the big takeover, let's go because this show is over for now. Until next time, dear listener, stay creepy, stay strange.
Six Foot Plus, Episode 252. Black Jacket, Black Tie, Black Cat. Everybody looks good in black. Isn't that right, BB? This has been Six Foot Plus, a 9981 production. The show's theme song, Carpe Noctum, is performed by the Madeira. Chavala, Yvonne. Urban Graveyard Lounge, provided by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. Craig Chaos can be found at uncommoninterests.bandcamp.com. To learn more about the music featured on this episode of Six Foot Plus, as well as past episodes, head on over to sixfootplus.com. Secret song time. Well, it's not about black cats. With the passing of Rocky Erickson, well, we had to make an exception. This is Lugosi's Morphine. Going out to all the people we've lost this year so far. See you all in Bermuda. That means you too, Rocky.
Devil's Triangle